Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. This is what we call Louie's Dream. Louie's Dream. <laughs> the podcast is Louie's Dream? Okay, I like it. So the idea that I had, Disney could open theaters around the country, maybe major metropolitan areas, that were highly themed individual theaters that they could show not only their backlog, but every new movie they come out with each year. Because they usually have a Pixar film, a Marvel film, and a Disney film, and a Disney live-action film every year, Mm -hmm. at least. So they have enough content to sustain a yearly cycle on top of a backlog that is just continuously there. If you were going to see Avengers, you would have to go see it in that theater, clearly, because of the experience is a billion times better. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Well, right. I mean, yeah. with, yeah, the you know, just having 40 effects for every single film, lights, movement, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing would just make that feel so much better. So, Louis, you did you did the Maleficent thing at DCA. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's where this kind of stemmed and from. You, I, I guess yeah. you really liked it. I really loved it. It was pretty fantastic. I was really confused because... I wanted to go do the Bugs Life Theater because Alexa hadn't done that before. So we walked over there and it was all like Maleficent. And I always have to do one of these to the cast member. I was like, is this worth doing or what? (laughs) And they were like, "Uh, yeah, are you excited about Maleficent at all? And I'm like, yes. And they were like, okay, yeah, you should go see this. I'm like, okay. So we went in there and it was like a 10, 15 minute like video. But they rethemed all of the interior of the Bugs Life Theater to be Maleficent instead. So they had like purple glowy flowers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they had like green light when like she's lighting fire from her, you know, hands. And there's, you know, fog effects and, you know, certain strobe things. I think they even used the seat like stuff, even though they shouldn't have. (laughs) The bugs. Yeah, it was weird. I'll tell you, it was very strange Uh when they did it, but... Apart from that, like it was, it was super fun. And after that, I was like, "Man, Disney should build theaters everywhere because this is awesome." Well, it's interesting. I mean, I think they, I think they could. I, I, I worry about it being popular long term without it. I think it's gonna. I think it might lose its luster for everybody but hardcore people. Well, that'd be my only me, concern. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, if you're gonna, if, if it's the same price. Right, which it won't be. Which it won't if it be. Was the, <laughs> if it was the same price, yep. And they charge the same thing for th- for theater snacks, but they were Disney theater snacks, right? Yep. So they'd have all the candy that they would have in the park. So all those like Disney branded candy things. Yeah, the, the they even the, yeah the Mickey bars. The Mickey and stuff. Sh- yeah, the yeah. Mickey bars and and you know nicer popcorn. Let's let's be real. Dole Whip and you know Dole Whip, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they have Disney park snacks in the theater. And everything is super themed. And let's just say that it's the same exact price. If you were going to see Avengers, Maleficent, uh, you were going to see The Incredibles 2, why wouldn't you go see it there Yeah. instead? Because all those other theaters, you know they're horse <laughs> So, So what I like about the idea is that it's fairly... It's easy to pull off, and it plays to a product that people already want. They already want these films. Right. The films are coming out anyway. Yeah. And the 4D part, I'm sort of a little iffy on. I mean, I think that stuff is cool. What I think could be more interesting is just the fact that it's a really cool Disney-themed theater. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. And people would get into that. Kind of the, the El Capitan model. Yes. Where you have, you know, just a really nice theater experience. Right. Well, and I think that they should have, like, let's just say, I think they should have a nice, let's say, theater theater 
that they can play Saving Mr. Banks in. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they can have that same effects. sort of... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. No, I, no, I mean... Bourbon rains have, down from yeah, the ceiling. They should They should have a normal, like, kind of, like, just really nice theater. Like, El, they can have an El Capitan theater inside of every one of these. And, you know, it's playing those those films that don't need or don't... Or wouldn't... It wouldn't play to their strengths to have a 40 effect. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when I go watch Captain EO, besides the bouncing that you're doing... It's really just the laser lights that are going by, you know. Yeah. As and that's like really great. That would be awesome for Star Wars. Yeah. So I like that it's not trying to invent a market the way like Disney Quest was. Disney Quest was trying to right. do something that didn't really have a market. It wasn't an established category that anybody really wanted. For those for those who don't know what Disney Quest is, uh, it was in the mid to late nineties. Disney created. I guess three of them? Were there two or three? One Orlando, were, yeah, one Chicago, yep. and one somewhere else. Uh, yeah. And they were the interactive either. play areas. They had sort of very elaborate video games where they, they sort of combined uh, simulator-type technology with video games. So there was kind of like a virtual space mountain ride where you could design your own roller coaster and then ride on it. There was yeah. a kind of a virtual Pirates of the Caribbean where you'd get in these rubber rafts and uh, shoot... Uh, Actually, it was exactly the same mechanism, I think, as you find in Toy Story Midway Mania now, where you have the the, the cannon where you pull the, yep. the the chain on it, and you would yep. shoot at pirates. They had a whole host of games like this uh, in an attempt to kind of uh, create kind of a family entertainment center. Yeah, it's basically the 90s in a building. Right. Is the way, the way I always feel about it. But it never it never quite took off. I mean, the, the problem with efforts like this is they're never able to stay ahead of the technology in any way by doing these custom games. They, yeah. They're, they're maybe, maybe cool when they first come out, but within a year, they're hopelessly outdated, and there's just is not enough money to keep them, you know, updated. Yeah. Uh, and it's not clear that anybody necessarily wants to play those games when they're out as much as they want to play them at home. Uh, on their Xbox and right. so on, or on their iPhone now. And the updating is expensive because you got to get a new game that is an expensive piece of hardware. Yes. Oh, yeah, because you know they have a raft ride where you're actually straddling a moving raft and things. Are, is it going to survive Disney Springs, or is it done? I'm going to guess it's done, but I actually don't know. I kind of hope it's done. Yeah. The last time I was there, it was it had not it it was it it had not fared well. It's got to be done. It, yeah. it has to be. Um, now, this is, to my knowledge, this has never worked before. I mean, a lot of companies have tried this. Sony tried it in the Metreon. They had this thing yeah. called the, what was it? The <laughs> It was the whole was Metreon. It tilt? Was it Tilt? No, it was. It was something else like before. I remember that. Tight garage. That's probably wrong yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it was all custom multiplayer video games. And just they weren't, by the time mm-hmm. they actually were done with it, they just didn't compare to what you could play, uh, you know, on your PC. And, uh, yeah, and Sega's tried this with custom arcades, and it yeah. just has never, never, ever worked. So Gameworks is the only one that has been able to do it, and it's because there's nothing custom in there. There was. Right. But they reali- they quickly realized that, no, this isn't going to work because these feel old and janky now. So, Louis, I like your idea in that sense. It plays to an existing need. Um, so if I'm going to... If I were trying to think of pitfalls, go. Uh, one would be okay. So is now the time to be doubling down on theaters? Uh, is is the theater experience actually still worth investing in? Movie theaters are having problems. Jeffrey Katzenberg, I read an interview like two weeks ago, and he basically said that uh, the theater going experience is probably on its way out. I mean, long term, and that he's focusing on TV and internet 
mm. more than more than the theater. It's funny though they they predicted that in the early seventies as well, and theater just you know the movies just changed, and then everyone yeah, everyone I mean, was excited again. I yeah, think I, mean, I think TV movies shows could, are, could change. Yeah, TV shows are getting more theatrical. Yeah, but I mean at the same time, I I mean I'm with you because I used to watch a lot of movies at home instead, but going to a movie is still a thing just because of of I don't know how grand it seems. Yeah, never and, underestimate the power of a crowd. And I think somebody will maybe listen to this and find a tweet where I said exactly the opposite of this entire <laughs> argument, but because I did, where I was like, man, sitting from my couch, like the TV screen is actually as big as like it is in the theater. And it's kind of true. I mean, when you're actually thinking yep. about the field of vision, it's actually not that different these days. Right. But, but still, if I'm going to go to a theater, it's also the sound. The sound is grander. I mean, I actually can have a completely dark quiet room and i say quiet i mean i can't hear the outside i don't mean inside and so i just think there are things like that and if there is any company that has the money and the willpower to do it and could possibly pull it off it would be disney so because they have the they have just so many franchises and they have the ability to build it because they have a company dedicated to do things like that yeah so i agree i I think if he did it elaborately enough then i mean it's still a tough proposition, but there is something to the theater-going experience, and there is something to the idea that if you put enough uh, capital into it, that you can make something really interesting. Yeah, I'd, I know I'd go. I think I would. I would think that was pretty cool, if you know, because it's it's going to be curated better than most of the other theater chains will. That's for sure. Yeah, and that's the other thing is if Disney ever built something like this, and people did only go to see Avengers at this place, those other theaters would go, oh. Sh- yeah, okay. because they lose all of those big ones. So here's the other issue I could see: if Disney actually wanted to do this at a, a, a large scale, in other words, more than one of these, like a half a right. dozen or or you know a hundred of them, right. they would run into a lot of obstacles with the theater owners, which is exactly what's happened over the past couple of years with movie producers that have wanted to release day and date uh, for mm, home yeah. video, totally. where they, the, the theater owners have actually banded together and, and not shown the movies in the theater because they don't want that ball to get rolling at all. And if Disney tried to take over that part of the value chain and keep Avengers from them, or at the very least make nobody want to oh, see Avengers at the place, yeah, yeah. they would, they would freak out. So there, there'd be a lot of, uh, heat on that side. Can we coin a term, uh, the Mufia? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> is that a cow's? Like the cow mafia? Yes. Yeah, it's the movie okay. mafia. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There would definitely be people that would be upset, but it's like, well, you can not have Avengers at all if you don't want. You can do, yeah, it's tr- it's tricky. Disney, I mean, Disney I, has I leverage, but they also Disney yeah. also has plenty of movies that uh, they need a lot of help with, too. They do. The, oh, totally. I, I Don't get me wrong. I think so. But at the same time, if... Let's let's just play this this out while we're at while we're talking about this. Disney builds these theaters. They build them in every major city. They start making it so that people want to go to this instead. So Star Wars Episode Seven comes out and it debuts at all of these theaters, right? So all of these theaters exist. Star Wars Episode Seven debuts there. It's also everywhere else. They don't get any exclusive rights or anything. They just they're pl- same day, uh-huh. but they just have a killer experience. And all these theater owners are like, hey. That's not cool. We're not showing it because we don't want to give you the money. We're not even going to give you the possibility to earn money there. You have to only... Is that what you're saying? That they they would only do it at their theaters? That's right. Right. Okay. So then Disney goes, okay, well then fine. Then the people aren't going to get upset at Disney 
they're going to be upset at the theaters for not showing the hmm. film. I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. It's it, Disney, so it doesn't Disney, play Disney out. Has Disney has the power. leverage. They do have, yeah, they have the leverage, leverage. But they, like I said, there's movies like the John Hamm movie where they, you know, he goes sure. to India to get the pictures. I mean, there's right. nothing wrong with that movie, but it's not one that's going to sell itself. Right. I mean, no, it, totally. It, it needs to have right. a lot of distribution. So, the, so the theater owners have leverage for stuff like that. They totally do. They could be like, well, if, if you're going to do this for Avengers, then we won't even show the John Hamm movie. Right. And you're like, and then tw- yeah, and, and 12 other movies that you want to yep. show sure. out with this year. Sure. And, sure. Th- and they'll do that. This is why I think they could get away with it in like Orlando and Los Angeles. I guess the question then would be, does it make sense for Disney to build two of these? Does it make sense to, for Disney right. to build two of anything that, that is this small, essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and know, I think both downtown Disney's have a big AMC theater. They and do. they do they right. do good business, you know, and I, I think that they could they could and it would be better in downtown Disney to have something like this. Because AMC yeah. is cool, but it, every time I've gone to one, I'm like, eh, you know, this is like this could be so much better. Why isn't it? Let's just say that they even replace the AMCs in downtown Disney with these, mm-hmm. right? Just just because. Yep. Hypothetical scenario. This is what they do. They are not gonna want to play any other films that are not Disney properties. Uh, it depends on how much money they want to make at the theater. I don't. I don't think they're going to want to because they don't yeah, want someone that making is an interesting the question. Huh? Think about it because they're not going to want to make the. They're not going to want to let people have the choice to go see Maleficent or some other The Crudes. You know, <laughs> like they're they're not going to want that to be an option for people. Yeah. They will play one of their older films instead. Yeah, I, 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 I can totally see what, you, what you're saying, and I do think it would be fun to have a place where you could go see theatrical Disney movies that are old. That would be great. I'd love that. Yeah. I would well, totally do that. I, I have the Walt Disney Family Museum, and they do that, but it's a, it's a smaller screen, and it's cozy, and it's cute, mm-hmm. but it's not like going to the theater, like a real theater, right, yeah. and seeing those films. It's not the same. It could be a little bit like it used to be when we were kids, when they would, when they would re-release, re-release periodically right. the Disney and, classics. And they do, right? They do, and they like re-release it in 3D, and you're like, whatever. Fine, they don't like they it. used to, though. Right. Like, it no, used to be a much totally. bigger deal. But but yeah, you're right. But it's like if they had a theater, they could do this every day. Yeah, you know, what'd be fun is is to have one showing per day be kind of kind of like a uh, a crowdsourced roulette where everybody who ah. goes in pulls out their phone and they all vote for a movie, and then and they would, all want to go see. Yeah, it. whichever movie mm-hmm. gets the most votes, that's and the then every so day it's like frozen. A, yeah, every, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the frozen has a dedicated theater that's all ice themed anyway. Relax. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 